It's huge. Uh, you cannot even uh, fathom it. I mean, the long-lasting effect, you don't get over something like that. I am still working with patients of mine who, you know, events have occurred 40, 30 years ago because it wasn't dealt with at that point, and they are still grieving. So obviously with the family members, the first thing, I mean, you've got uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. To see a loved one or even hearing of a loved one going through that, and it is something that you can't control in your environment, so it, again, it puts, number one, the fear into yourself, you know, fear of your own safety. But we're also talking about people that are a bit older, not children. And that creates its own anxiety. And then this witnessing that, I mean, it is like you're living through it yourself. The family members will go into a heightened state of arousal, of fear and anxiety. So that's going to have its own physiological symptoms, sleeplessness, nightmares of that event. And do you believe enough family members actually seek help or simply say, I'll have to deal with it? That is an unfortunate thing in our society, and I see that all over, that when a family member has gone through that, they don't want to deal with it at that point in time. And that is where, obviously, community and extended family is very vital to actually try and get them to a professional who can help them deal with the trauma and with the after effects, because, I mean, there's a whole lot of side effects. There's also, you know, we go into a numbing state where we go, I'm not okay, but I'm okay, and I don't want to deal with it. So they won't even know to what degree that it is affected. So they probably will still have nightmares. They will be battling to sleep. For certain communities where crime seems to be more prevalent, where they've had to deal with more incidents, how should community members, in fact, be coming together to not only assist each other, but also ensure that they don't live in a permanent state of fear? Now, that's actually such a, an important point because I've seen it. It can either bring people together or bring people apart where the whole problem is exacerbated. And where that is, it's actually on an individual level at each, uh, you know, but then it affects the community. So where you have people who speak about the event and then they speak about, okay, but I heard then this happened. So then it actually gets worse. And then so it's a little bit of like gossiping. So that's the fear spreads. I highly advise that professionals do get involved or people try and you can actually get community members to come together with a professional in order to help resolve each of their own sort of personal concerns around this and then how to work through and how to better the community. Yes, we have to deal with the mourning and the trauma as it occurs. But the more and more we focus on the devastation of it and we get in it, it can get very addictive. We can get sucked into it. That doesn't help the people to actually listen to each other and somehow, you know, it's that way to band together.